Hi, and welcome back to Why Not, a Winona Earp fangirl podcast. Hey, Casey! Hey, Anne! We did it! We did it. <sighs> it's cuckoo bananas. Cuckoo bird. Yes, it is. It's so cuckoo bird. Like, I am, I keep thinking to myself, is this real life? Like, is this really happening? It's so much fun. Twitter is so much fun. And then the whole thing that happened on Friday and people chatting and then Emily and uh, I'm like, I don't even know really even how to explain it to somebody if I was going to try to explain my day. Do you know what I mean? Like, how do I explain the vastness of everything that has been happening since Friday? Right. And that was just uh, today is what? Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, five days. Mm-hmm. Uh, since we did our live watch of 412 and now we're recording about it. Mm-hmm. And just days before that, we had recorded our other episode, which will air tomorrow, tomorrow or tonight at midnight. Tonight, yeah. Um, and in that episode, I was kind of thinking ahead and I was asking you, like, d- do you know? anything about Emily other than what I've told you and what yeah. we found out in the, in the episodes yeah. and, you know, stories I've told you, like, do you know what her voice sounds like? Have you seen right. a picture of her? And you're like, oh, I can't, oh, cause you brought it up. You're like, I can't wait to follow Emily. I, I yeah, I couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, if you're to this episode and you didn't know, uh, Emily showed up at the end of our live watch where we had over mm-hmm. two. 200 people watching with us. Oh my gosh, how fun. How flipping fun. And how nice of it. She like how kind. I don't know what you did to set that up. I have no idea, but or how much you paid her. <laughs> <laughs> There's no money exchange, which is even more amazing. <laughs> um that she, you know, after the whole, after the fact, I saw that she put that all on her Twitter. Like, this is what I'm going to do. Don't spoil it. Whatever, whatever. And I'm like, how nice of her to take her time and simply just do that. Like, God, it was amazing. And I was literally shocked. I'm like, and now I'm thinking of all the goddamn things that I could have asked her. I know. Well, I I put you on the spot. It wasn't like an interview situation. You know, I just was like... I'm going to ask because I'm going to kick my, like, I'm always so respectful of like their time and, you know, the, the show isn't currently airing. So it's not like this is a publicity thing for them. It's not like a a promotional thing. It's just her being Emily. And I was like, you know what? You just, you don't know until you ask. And uh, Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was, it was for sure until minutes before. Oh, really? Yeah. I, we had gone back and forth and she said she would try her best. And uh-huh. it's, it really seemed like she was interested based on the questions. Uh, she was asking me a lot of follow-up questions. Uh-huh. So I felt really good about it, but I just, uh-huh. I, I don't like to get my hopes up about anything like that. Even yeah. like when we had Kat Burrell on, like right. until we recorded it and I saved mm-hmm. it to five different drives, <laughs> I didn't want to tell anyone because it mm-hmm. was like so many as we know, so many things could happen to derail mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. So I had just 
I had talked with her the night before and it wasn't a hundred percent, but it looked really good. And then as we were watching um, and she had asked, like, should I put it on Twitter before or not? And I was like, yeah, if you would do that, that'd be amazing. And we were at a certain point and I hadn't checked in since like a day and a half ago or something like that. And I mm-hmm. just, I replied to something that she had asked me earlier and I said, she's, she's full on sobbing. You did good. And then she was like, okay, I'm oh, like, come as up. we were watching, as we were watching, like, if you go back to the video, you can see me like looking down at my phone. I'm like communicating with Emily and she was like, okay, I'm going to come on in like five minutes. Were you like- and then all of a sudden I didn't hear anything <laughs> you said for the rest of the time. <laughs> Cause I was like, Holy fuck, this is happening. And I've I've talked with her with, on conventions before, but I was just so excited for you to Aww. like just get that experience. And uh, it was so great how she like came in doing a bit like with the yeah. beer. Like I, yeah. I came as soon as the best <laughs> as I could with the beer. And I was like, it was just <laughs> so nice and so fun. And she was just such a good sport. Yeah, I can't believe it. Like even thinking about it, because I have not gone back to watch the video. It's kind of like I I don't even want to. I just want it to be all how it was in my head, you know, being there. And um, like I couldn't catch my breath. I physically couldn't catch my breath. Like I couldn't. I don't even know what. Oh, it was crazy. It was literally, <laughs> it was crazy. And now I'm like, oh my God, I could have asked her about fucking Alice. I could have, I could have asked her about goddamn, you know, Willa. I could have like all these things I could have asked her about. And I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> because because and the reason I was asked, I was thinking of all the questions I could ask is because you had me watch a panel now. So, you know, like people were asking questions on the panel, and I'm like, <clears throat> she was on the screen with me (laughs) but yeah it's all any of us want it's just like two hours to ask a bunch of questions that was so nice (laughs) oh so nice so we watched it i apologize for all the tears Uh, i just (laughs) cannot help myself did you go back and listen i haven't gone back and watched it yet oh you literally like this (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, does she know? I felt like saying, like, do you know you can, I can hear you? Everyone can see you and hear you. You're on TV, Anne. <laughs> I've never, I don't know. I'm uncomfortable with this because I've never seen Anne react like this to anything. <laughs> like, I, is so this still funny. the Anne I know what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> Kleenex and everything. I even forgot to bring Kleenex. I'm like, I don't have anything. I'm wiping on my shirt. I'm just like gripping my hanky the whole time, biting mm-hmm. my nail. Like I just, that's <laughs> like the, I cannot watch that episode without sobbing. It's insanity. You're, you were sobbing. I mean, in the best way, though, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. And then I, afterward, <laughs> it would be horrible if you were sobbing because it sucked. Right. <laughs> This is it. I just got bad news. I just got bad news. <laughs> now I'm crying because I'm laughing. But so then you immediately were unleashed on Twitter. Yes. And oh my God. well, so we watched it and then we we hung out for almost four hours. Oh, wasn't that fun? Talking to people and Kevin got on and you did your erper greet right from the show. And I could hear your phone vibrating like over and over again with each yeah. alert that you got. 
it was oh god it was kind of, i was like i don't know what i should do with this what is happening your urban greet tweet was doing numbers casey it was I doing think it numbers did numbers i don't know what that i mean whatever lots of people liked it or hearted it or it got, yeah it got retweeted you got comments you got hearts <laughs> you got all the things yeah oh that was really fun and and it's okay here's my confession about twitter i don't know if i'm seeing everything and i want to make sure i'm seeing everybody's like correspondence or whatever's posts and stuff um, but it feels like it's like, so I don't know where to go just to see other people's posts. Like, do I have to go on their page or if I'm following them, do, do their posts show up somewhere on yeah, your stuff? timeline? will it will show up stuff, uh, okay. who you follow will show up in your timeline. Okay. And then sometimes stuff will show up in your timeline. That's just people that are mutual people that people you follow oh, also okay. follows and like you may okay. not follow them but some stuff will show up it kind of like starts to know what kind of stuff you want to see oh um, and then when you go on that little mail icon that shows you like your mentions oh okay and then in there it's like there's two spots you can look for like if people directly mention you or people I don't care if they mention me. I just want to see what everyone else is typing about. Gotcha. Like, you know what I mean? I thought you meant like if somebody replied to you, you wanted to see. Oh, that. well, yes, of course. I want to see that. Yes, of course. That's, mm-hmm. I can't figure out that. Like, there's a lot to that. But also, I just want to see like another uh, that. But I also want to see just like people that I'm following what they're posting and stuff. Yeah, you'll see it. It'll show oh, up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you were hungover and oh, the next morning I literally felt like I was hit by a truck. I'm like, I didn't drink that much. Did I? I think it's just all the emotions that were just racing through my veins, like the adrenaline and, you know, and I woke up and I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) welcome to erping. (laughs) I couldn't believe it. I'm like, seriously, I feel like I'm. I drank 14 drinks last night when we, when the show was airing on Fridays, we would, I would watch it when the East coast watched it and then go right onto a whiskey and donuts hangout, which is kind of like what we did just for the live thing. Mm -hmm. You, you did a whiskey and donuts, you know? Um, And then I would watch it again on the West coast. And then I would do a live podcast with true (laughs) what I didn't know that yeah we did like a live like literally live there was no editing and people could like call in and we would just talk about the episode that we just like as we saw it is that recorded somewhere uh, I think I have it saved somewhere but it's not like live Um, and we would just talk about the episodes but we only did that for like the last six how fun yeah so we'd be up until like midnight and then the next day, everyone would just be tweeting and watching it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. it's just like it would go on all weekend. Mm-hmm. I want to, there were times over the last five days that I felt totally overwhelmed. So I'm like, okay, I just have to step away, just have to regroup, you know, whatever. And then I couldn't stay away. So I'd go right back. <laughs> 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 and now I loved because that, the, um, panel that you sent me was the only one that I've watched so far but now I'm like oh my gosh I want to watch all of them go to now you can go to YouTube and find Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. and the panels are so freaking fun 
I I really liked that one. I don't know where it was from. Uh, so, oh, I think it's at Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con, two thousand nineteen. Oh, that was two thousand and nineteen. Hmm. And remember, like a lot of the con stuff. Stopped oh, that was at the end. Yes, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, season four was wasn't out yet. Right. And so that's where they were call- talking about like, and then, <laughs> and then, um, hot. Well, I can't. Caporal was saying like what she thought the if there was a wedding, what would it look like? And she just totally described yeah. what the wedding was. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> There's another panel or another convention that they go to and Dom shows up oh, wow. and Kat and um, Mel get Dom involved in the topic because Dom wasn't at the other panel where it was brought mm-hmm. up. Mm-hmm. So they're like, well, you have to, Melanie's like, you have to weigh in on this. So they mm-hmm. had to catch Dom up to speed on what mm-hmm. they missed. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, well, you, you know, Kat's saying that she would want it to look like this, but I'm saying this. So you'll have uh-huh. to see that one too. Because okay, I will. I it was watch. funny because they were like, because- they were pitting Dom, like Dom was in the middle of them. Oh, and, and um, and Mel and Kat were kind of playing as their characters. So they're mm-hmm. like, well, I'm your lover. And then Mel's like, but I'm your sister. <laughs> and Dom's just like, oh. So at that point of the of the con that I watched, they did not. Did they know there was going to be a season four? Yes. I'd have to go back and look. Okay. Because I was like, how could she have described that so perfectly? Did they already have a, did they no, already they have they didn't have a, it. They didn't have season four written. Well, if they, if, if Emily had it written, if that was just purely coincidence, Kat and Mel didn't know anything. They're just like pie in the sky. Like, what would I want it to look like? Mm -hmm. And then it was, it was cute. Like when people would stand up and ask a question, like, do you think that blah, 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 blah would happen? Or, you know, like what, and Emily would be like, or is this going to happen? And Emily's like, well, I know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she's like, well, yeah, I do know what's going to happen. <laughs> I've got it all up here. <laughs> and then I'm just sitting there looking at Emily and I'm like, man, she's such a creative soul to have all of this, to be able to write like that. I can't, I couldn't imagine having that superpower. It's so cool. It's so like humble and modest mm-hmm. about the whole thing. All right. We have so much. Now we have so much to talk about. Just like in general, you've got the the panels to watch. You can Google everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So much fun. And then I was just watching when we logged on, I was watching the behind the scenes of the last one. I was like, oh my gosh, I just want to keep watching this. And you're all, let's go. <laughs> you had all day. I know you weren't I, working I the know. second half to of the work. day. <laughs> you <laughs> told everyone. <laughs> Lock it in your pocket. You don't need to. Announce that broadcast. <laughs> Real quick, not Winona related. I've what? given Tampa Bay's a quick <gasps> once over. I think I'm maybe two, three episodes in. Uh huh. Here's oh. the thing: I have to watch it when Stacy's not home because she doesn't like trash like that. What? Like she is like turn it like she's so annoyed oh, by the trashy stuff like God. that. Um, I like Marissa. That's the one with the undercut. Mm-hmm. And as a fiance and they're redoing their house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the other one with one... The, the Greek family, the Greek parents. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, 
I think the other one I like is Shiva, Shiva, mm-hmm. Shiva, Shiva. Um, <laughs> I like, she reminds me of, I don't know, someone we hung out with yeah. in Milwaukee. Like, totally I can't, goofy, like yeah. just, she's just her. Uh, and then maybe Olivia's the other one who crashed her Jeep. Oh, I'm still like, she mm-hmm. hasn't been on a ton, but I'm like, maybe I like her, but I think Marissa and Shiva are the two that stand out for me so far me that too. I can tolerate. Yeah. And then I do like Marissa's fiance though, too. Cause she's yeah. so like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. She's I'm like, Marissa's like, we got to get out of my mom's house. And she's like, mm-hmm. but shit, but do we, do we have yeah. to? And she's like, well, she's annoying me. And she's like, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. She's got I, the it's, good cheese. See, okay. That's the thing about that. Just quickly, we're not going to go on about Tampa Bay's, but that's the thing about it is that it started off real trash. Yeah. And now though, it's ha- it. they're touching on some topics. They're touching on a little mental health stuff. They're touching on some LGBT topics. They're, you know, like they're, it's a little bit not yeah. all it's not going to win any awards that's for no, sure it's not and also i'm watching all of them on tiktok <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> nother thing oh god now i gotta go find their tiktok so that'll be a whole thing okay so winona erp episode 412 old souls old souls written by Which, your new um, bestie fyi yes on the behind the scenes it doesn't say old souls that's what got me screwed up it, got, it says i do oh yeah the behind the scenes are titled something different <sighs> and they're numbered different too like so yeah. that's why it was always hard for me to find which one you could watch because they don't their mm. numbers don't match up with like okay this is going to go with number two this is going to go did i just buy season four uh-huh oh darn if you go back and buy all the other seasons, you I don't get, get that kind of money. Old Souls, written by your bestie, Emily Andrus, mm-hmm. directed by Paolo Barsman, aired mm-hmm. April 9th, 2021. Just yesterday. Just a hop, skip. But no, it feels like a long time ago. It April? does, but it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. Because I feel like I've been without the show for so long. Oh, okay. But at least like we've had this, which has kept it alive, which is why mm-hmm. so many people are so excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, do you want to start? Or? Yeah, because right off the bat, we see this church and I'm thinking, oh, here we go. We're going to jump right into this wedding. Not even a not even a, a, ta- a cake tasting, nothing. We're jumping right in. It's not their wedding. It's a freaking axe wielding bride that has killed everybody, including her groom. And then takes the axe and does the grossest thing I've ever seen on television, which was hit her whole throat and then falls over dead. And immediately I'm thinking, Anne, screw you and this goddamn show. Why do we always have to start off with something creepy? (laughs) I love it. The behind the scenes for this one, Emily's like, you know, I knew what I wanted to do for the wedding. I knew what I wanted to do for the final episode. I just didn't know what the supernatural element was going to be. You know, like, well, it worked was, out. What was our baddie, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, I know. Yep. And Put right an after murderer in there, right after the, the bride, the murder bride slits her own throat. God, it was so gross. Slits her own throat. She falls over. And the camera pans in onto this sparkly blue heart that's on her, on the, on the dress, but on the bosom of her dress. Mm -hmm. 
But two, so two things about that. It it starts, it says purgatory summer of 1968, which I can't. Oh, it did. I didn't even see that. <laughs> that they didn't take the chance to just like they didn't take that opportunity to just make it summer of 1969. Like it was right there. Mm-hmm. But then again, maybe it's funnier that they didn't because I'm sure we were all just thinking it like mm-hmm. 68, really? You're one away of six from yeah. 69. Just make it mm-hmm. 69. And then the other thing I was thinking was like, how fucking sharp does that axe have to be to slit your throat? And wouldn't you stop living uh-huh. if you got even this far like how did that if this was a true thing which i know it's not (laughs) but if it was could you what point do you just just right right well i'm not gonna find out that is for certain i well we're just gonna it's like a chicken have you done axe throwing no i haven't have you yeah it's super fun it's harder than it looks it looks super hard like on tampa bay's no wait no, they did in the episode I just watched. Oh, they yes. Doing it. Yeah, they're but also they did for the softball um, game. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was so weird. But anyway, um, and they did on Working Moms. I just saw oh, yeah, it on yeah, Working yeah. Moms too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think my fear is with the axe thing that I'm going to throw my back out. Because uh, my back is so effed. Like, yeah. I'm Because you hold it like this. And yeah, maybe. Throw it. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could go wrong. You just try not to think about that while you're checking them. Yeah, you got to get it just like light, just right. (laughs) It's harder than darts, which I'm pretty good at. Oh, well, yeah, it's way harder than darts. (laughs) Not only that, but have you heard of all people that have like gotten very injured at the axe throwing? This is what I'm saying. There's plenty of things that could go wrong. Like someone could fling it backwards, like at a bowling alley where the ball goes the other way. Like what happens is they throw it. It with all of their might, you know, you throw it with all and of it your bounces. Might, it bounces back. Yeah. Yeah. It's scary because it doesn't always just right in the wood. Yeah. And they're not be, always very sharp. Yeah. Walk out of there with an axe in your chest. We Probably not walk out. People, man. Okay. Probably wheel out. So then we cut to the homestead. Cut. Like how I <laughs> cut to the homestead. And Waverly is all excited and she's opening up this big box with a ribbon around it. And she's like, it's here and just in time. And Winona's there too. And she's just like as giddy and excited. Waverly picks up the dress. It's her wedding dress. And it has the same blue jewels that Mm. the axe bride had. But she and Winona are like sharing this cute, girly, high-pitched moment where they're both like, you're getting married and like. Waverly mm-hmm. says, I'm getting married at the same time. And it's sweet. And the look on Winona's face is just like so full of pride and love for her little mm-hmm. sister. Like she's just so excited. Yeah, it was nice. Very cute. And then the camera, we see panning down on the homestead and we can tell that it's like this gorgeous spring day because the leaves are not on the trees yet. And the grass is super green um, and hot. We see hot filling the back of the truck with the blue truck, your favorite character, mm-hmm. with loads of flowers. It's obviously for the wedding, which I thought was so pretty because who, that was gorgeous. I know. Who How to that? make it like a centerpiece of right. yeah. fun. Um, and it's hilarious because Winona's just to the side of her and she's looking at the cake and she's like, I don't know what she's using to look at the cake. She's like, like using one of those um, no, spectacles. It's, it's a jeweler's loop. 
It's like those jeweler magnifying glasses. Oh, okay. And um, she's like, yeah, this is for sure fucking buttercream frosting. This is buttercream. And she can't, and Waverly can't have it because she's vegan. And Hot goes, "Eh, she'll be fine. What if we just like, don't tell her? And Winona's like, this isn't a secret wife, Nicole. And I'm like, wait a minute. (laughs) You you wouldn't tell her about a secret wife, but it's really important to tell her about the buttercream. And um, she goes, this is her matrimonial icing. And I, I was like, I caught that when we were watching it. But then when I was doing my own rewatch, I'm like, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, so. Um, it's just like, such a fun reversal where like, usually Nicole is like, by the book yeah. and like writing Winona about things and Winona's yeah. like, eh, whatever. And it's just like this flip where it's like, yes, you're and all she's upset just totally about it, crazy she's about not it. upset about it. Right. And Hot's like, listen, it's not, it's not everything is going to be perfect. It's okay. Um, it's their brand. And she goes, this is the homestead where both Waverly's dads died. And this is why I wanted you to watch that. Yeah that uh, panel because it, they this go is back where it's funny it's a yeah. funny nod about she's like both of her dads died here <laughs> and um hot and waverly then start getting all sweet because waverly comes out and she's like i can't wait to be your wife and she can't wait to be your wife and they're all sweet talking blah 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 and um winona just kind of sneaks in as they're sweet talking she goes um well hot was going to serve you buttercream on your cake and that totally didn't phase Waverly. She was not concerned about it at all. And she just happened to have made vegan cupcakes the day before. Um, and then as Winona's walking away, she gets one last dig on Hot's hair. And she's like, are you going to wear your hair like that or something like that? <laughs> yeah, it's not going to wear okay. hair like that. So this is this. She is also ex- says it's basically like giving her a cheeseburger or something like that. <laughs> yes, she that's right. Frosting. <laughs> she eats the frosting. So that was my main takeaway from that scene too. Like what you had just said, how they're totally like, oh, it's fine. Whatever is going to happen happens. And can I say one other thing about this whole episode? And I you hope I'm not jumping the gun. things as you want. But here we are. Everybody has seen it. It's not like it's a surprise. The day is made up of 49 hours. Right. How much time they have. How much Waverly's time running they errands. She, right. Yeah. They're going to the dress shop. Waverly's running errands. Hot's doing the flowers. Nothing seems to be. It's just fine. Did they wake up when the sun came up? And did it. I mean, it wasn't realistic. <laughs> <laughs> the timeline of the day but was. The cursed realistic. dress was totally realistic. Yeah. That, I, yeah. You can suspend your reality you know, for that. But time, (laughs) (laughs) the flow of time. I would love to have that much time in a day. No shit. And then just be that calm the whole day. I'm trying to think. I'm sure I was freaking out about some things for our wedding because we did it all like ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we had a backyard wedding. But I think it's pretty good because I was just like, let's try to make it, you know, simple. But yeah. I'm sure I was more freaked out than that. Like, what kind of cake did you have for your wedding? Ours? Mm-hmm. We had a big, huge um, wedding and we had tons of cupcakes. Oh, you had like a cupcake tower? Ton, Like it was a whole big scene of cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Ah, see, I like that better than cake. Um, And also I did forget my dress 
at the house and a centerpiece started, started on fire. <laughs> <laughs> you had an erped up wedding. <laughs> you walk past it and the cake just. <laughs> a centerpiece. Oh, like in the middle of the table. Yeah, because we made our own centerpieces and mm-hmm. it was really pretty. It was like this tall bucket and had these branches coming out with all these crystals coming over and um, around the bottom was moss and then we had candles and some their kids were at the table, whatever, not kids. They were like 19 year olds. It was a table of just all kids like that. And um, they were doing something and doing some playing some sort of funny game and uh, knocked over one of the candles into the moss, dried moss, <laughs> just went whoosh. And then I was like, huh? what's happening? <laughs> it was just crazy. Yeah. So everybody talks about that still. <laughs> we didn't have, uh, we didn't have cake. We had s'mores, like table Ooh, yeah, side s'mores. Yum. So like I made these like little that. like lava rock things where you could light your s'mores on fire. Mm. Um, and we had pie because neither one of us liked cake very much, uh-huh. but it was so funny because my mother-in-law, she was like, well, what kind of cake are you going to have? And I'm like, well, we're not going to have cake, just, but you have to have cake. <gasps> and I'm, I'm like, but we don't have to have cake no and she's like making this big deal out of it she's like but I like cake I love cake (gasps) and this is one of my shining grown-up moments ever I just looked at her and I was like you're a grown-ass woman (gasps) if you want to get cake you can go to the store and buy cake whenever the hell you want cake you don't need to have a birthday party or a wedding to have cake just go buy cake (laughs) and so we laugh after that well, of course, I said oh, it okay. just like that. Like, you're a grown ass <laughs> woman. If you want cake, go get some cake. Go to Costco okay. and get a cake. Like everybody else gets a cake. Like, <laughs> get a cake. Oh, God. Um, but I was like, oh my god, I actually like said something that was to my mother in law instead of just like rolling over and having cake. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll get you a cake. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? How many tears? We're right? not touch it, but <laughs> I'm proud of you. Then we're in the kitchen. And it's like this short scene and Nedley and Rachel are planning for their big fishing trip. And Nedley's asking her all about her lures. And Rachel just seems to be so excited to go with him. And it's so cute. And he's so happy to share this experience with her. And then he's like, the only thing Chrissy ever caught was mono. Yeah. They were talking about what kind of fishes to catch. They wanted to catch. Oh, he genuinely seemed like excited. And she really seemed like. She's really excited to go. They just spend time together. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Right. For a teen to be excited about it, for him Mm -hmm. to be excited to like share his fishing trip, which many times people don't want to share their fishing Mm -hmm. trip. Mm -hmm. Oh, God, I love that scene. That was probably one of my favorites. Um, So then we go into the barn where Winona is. And is she sitting with a piece of wood on her lap and a knife like she's going to whittle something? Do you know what she's whittling? Did she whittle... And hot. (laughs) That's cute. I know, right? I never got to finish it though. She, but whatever. No, she finished it at the end. It was on the thing. Yeah, Yeah. I know. But I'm like, when did she finish that? Because she has 19 hours. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. I'm like, "Mm -hmm." what? What hour does she finish that? 13 o'clock. Um. So then she's sitting there and she's carving something and she looks up and she sees this beautiful wedding dress hanging in the doorway. I mean, it couldn't have looked more beautiful, that whole scene. 
with the field in the background mm-hmm. and it was just so gorgeous and it was hanging from some ivy and she could not take her eyes off of it and she walks over to it takes it down she takes it over to this mirror in the barn and she's like i wonder what it would feel like and um then we see her kicking down the door of the barn and she says something like it's summer we don't need doors anyway she's covered in a black sheet and um she's she's got a big winter coat on oh is it a coat yeah and she's walking down the the yard of the homestead and she's leaving like a complete disaster behind her she the glasses break the um wagon like just totally falls apart the arbor starts on fire the cake explodes um which as she's walking past the cake she goes that's definitely not vegan um but then she walks up to a trailer and knocks on the door and is standing there we find out that it's doc's trailer and doc looks at winona and when he looks at winona she's just standing there looking gorgeous in waverly's wedding dress so back to the behind the scenes when winona or okay i have to go back and forth talking about their like act their real life names yeah you have to get used to that yeah so mel's like um talking about how she really didn't have a script for that part when she was walking through and she's like, watch, watch the crystal. And then she's like, forget the crystal, put the water on the Arbor or whatever. Like yeah. she, she had nothing written. It was just like something like um, walk past everything and try not to start on fire or something. Mm-hmm. So she made that all up. I thought that was funny. The, um, the, so I want to inter- interject yeah. here. So the trailer is this where he's been living this whole time? Remember how we're always like, where does he live when he's talking about oh, when yeah. he's cleaning up and stuff? And also, when I was doing my rewatch for the podcast that I do with Kevin called Herbology, mm-hmm. I realized that this is the same trailer that Doc had in the beginning when he was at Bobo's um, <gasps> trailer park. Really? Mm-hmm. It's the same exact trailer. It's just like, I loved that, like, we see him in that trailer in the very first episode. And then we see Mm -hmm. that trailer in the last episode of the Mm -hmm. season, too. Oh, my gosh. I love that. So then Winona's like, "Um, how could I not put it on? It was hanging in the barn. It's beautiful, perfect thing. And I couldn't resist. And now, Christ, she she can't get it off. This is something that would happen to me. She can't get it off. So Doc grabs a couple of glasses, because why not? You know, of course, why wouldn't she just have some whiskey? And um, Winona notices that on Doc's table, as he's grabbing those things, that there's a pad of paper and she asks how his wedding speech is going. And he just kind of blows off the question, turns over the the pad of paper and just gives her a super simple answer. Then um, Winona reminds him that she needs to get out of the dress or there won't be a wedding. And luckily, Doc's specialty is giving Winona out of her clothes. That was an I'm... Easter egg that I was trying to slip in for you so oh. long. I think a listener challenged me to it also. Really? So I was trying. I could not find the timing for it, but I would have had to say getting you out of your clothes used to be my specialty. Oh, yeah, that would have been weird. <laughs> I wanted to so badly and I couldn't find the spot ever without cracking up I would have broke for sure but I was like in the back of my head I was like like, could I put it there could I put it there (laughs) nope that's not gonna work (laughs) okay that would have been hilarious but I also would have thought like 
what do you want? <laughs> I know you would you would have caught me. You would have been like, what are you doing right now? Or I would have just broke the second I got like part of it out. So, <laughs> um, so unfortunately, the dress doesn't seem to have a zipper or buttons or anything. Um, but he has an idea of cutting the dress down the seam. And then he'll just sew it back together because he knows how to sew. And there's plenty of time in like, this never-ending day. Yeah, I mean, and his clothes are 150 years old, so he's had to, you know, take a needle and a thread to him and a darning egg or whatever. And um, you can see the chemistry between them as he's standing behind her and kind of spinning her around, looking at the dress, and it's all like sexy and emotional and <laughs> smoldering. Mm-hmm. As he's so, he takes this knife and he's trying to cut down the dress, and he goes. Uh, unfortunately, these threads are enchanted, and I can't. He couldn't get through them. So suddenly, we hear a horn honk in the background, beep beep, and um, Waverly. Or, sorry, oh my God, see, I haven't Back done that it. in a while. Mm-hmm. You were doing. Winona jumps into the trailer, and luckily she does because it's Waverly, and she gets out of the jeep, and she has the saddle that she's gonna she's bringing to Doc, and it turns out that it was Wyatt Earp's saddle. His and um, face just like lights up yeah. when he sees it. That's so nice. And then um, she goes on to say that he's a good guy. He's not perfect, but he's always trying to get better. And then she asks if he would be her best man. And he's like a little bit shocked, but he ends up telling her that it would be his joy to stand by her side. <laughs> I'll just keep going. So then um, <laughs> before she leaves... Um, luckily Winona tells Doc to ask, like she whispers out, ask her where she got her dress. And, um, Waverly, we find out that Waverly found her wedding gown at a little boutique, um, a little quaint, adorable boutique. And suddenly we see Doc and Waverly standing out in front of this like shack. No, you don't get to go on to that scene. Oh, okay, fine, go. You can't just keep going. So from this scene... I didn't break it up into scenes, I'm sorry. Oh, I don't know what I was doing. Christ, you're just writing a story? Yeah, sorry. Um, so in that scene, that's where I start to break. That's where I start to have little cracks because she's talking about how he's not perfect and how blah, blah, blah. And then especially when he's like, well, what about... Um, Winona, like you don't want Winona to be your person. And he's, oh, yeah. she's like, apparently she's going to stand up for Nicole, their best friends. And Winona's looking through the screen on the trailer mm-hmm. and the smile on her face is just so precious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and from there on, I can, I can hold it together. But later on, I'll tell you, that's when I crack. I'll tell you exactly where it is. I'm sure you probably already know. <laughs> And play it back and then we're at Kersey's no, this, we don't have to play it back I'll do <laughs> that's it <laughs> you don't have to play it back that's that's what happens <laughs> you're gonna cosplay as my tears that would be hard <laughs> so many of them it's <laughs> a big bottle uh, and a t- big white, t- you could just be in a big white sheet as the tissue. Oh, yeah. Or like a, a garbage bag, a clear garbage bag. <laughs> Teardrop. Shut up. <laughs> and then we're at Kersey's Vintage. And Doc and Winona are standing outside underneath the sign. And she's like, did, did she say 
quaint or taint? (laughs) (laughs) And this place looks like straight out of Norman Bates. It has like 9 million stairs to go up. There's a giant crow squawking. Who I known as like, we get it. You're goth. We get it. <laughs> Inside, there's cobwebs on everything. And there's some oh my real God, yeah. creepy vibes going off. Um, it's cute, but it's like hasn't been dusted. And it's got a lot of mannequins. And as Winona passes one of them, she kind of leans her hand on one. And you even called it. You're like, one of them's going to move. Something is going to move. <laughs> and she puts her hand on one. And it goes, boop. Or at least I think it says boop. My closed captions say boo. Yeah, that's what mine did too. Boop. But I think she says boop. And I'm going to tell you why I'm choosing to believe it says boop. is Because okay. in the fandom, mm-hmm. they they call it a boop when there's like a little nod to something that the fans like. Oh, it's like, okay. it's a boop. And this character was played by Charlotte Sullivan. Uh who many in the fandom have been wanting to come on the show for a super long time. Like Mm. when you start to go back and watch panels, Mm -hmm. they're going to say this name. When are you going to have Charlotte Sullivan on? You should have Charlotte Sullivan on. She's a Canadian actress. She's like best known for her role in um, Rookie Blue. She's like, I think she's a a gay cop in in that show. Her husband is Peter Stebbings whose name you will recognize from season one, he did some directing. Okay. And she's also friends with Melanie and Noel. So it's just like this whole, like. It was a perfect, she should have been on. Yeah. Should have been a people lover. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when she was on this episode, Twitter went crazy because in the opening credits, her name was there, but I never like when, um, when Jolene came back for that episode, I didn't see it. I was shocked when it was Jolene in the cabin, mm-hmm. but other people saw her name oh. in the beginning in the title credits mm-hmm. and were like, oh my God, Jolene's coming. She's well, the coming same back. thing with mm-hmm. Charlotte. Some people recognized that right away. Still didn't know where she was going to be, but we're like, oh mm-hmm. my God, it's the final episode. Uh-huh. And like, boop, they got her, right? Okay. So that oh, then like, I can understand why you would want to say boop then. Yeah. So it was, it was a huge deal. Um, so anyway, fans went nuts and the way that Charlotte, or did you finish watching the behind the scenes or not? No. Okay. She'll talk about it in that behind the scenes you'll talk about, um, which is funny because you know how, how they're friends and like she chose to play this character this way <gasps> with the weird singing and stuff. That's oh, all her. Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess Melanie was just trying not to crack up the whole time. I noticed on my on the rewatch that when she was doing the weird uh-huh. like singing and stuff, like Mel was looking at Doc or um, Winona was looking at Doc, and she was like, you could tell she was like doing she was trying to keep it in or something was going on. Like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, like you know, her like- dimples are so deep there when she's yeah. looking at doc. And she's like, I think she even says, um, she's, she says what is happening or something like mm-hmm. that. But you can see her face is like extra, like, Oh my fucking yeah. God, this is like crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's just total gold anyway. Um, so she tells Winona, you know, Oh, I see you found my gown. And Winona's like, uh, P found your gown. And she goes on to ask, 
Doc what he's supposed to be. Like he's dressed up in a costume or something. And uh, he's like, I'm a gunslinger. And then she goes, nobody cares. Like the way she <laughs> sings it, it's just so funny. Chair is all squeaky. Do you know um, what I, I got mixed up on during mm-hmm. this was that I was thinking that she was the bride from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I, and then like she it was wasn't back until, somehow. Yeah. And then she, I didn't, and it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, wait, no. Yeah. When yeah. the story all comes out more. Mm-hmm. When I was like, you, you got to get the stress off of me. Tell me what the evil spiel is. And then uh, the, uh, what's her name? Bridge, Bridget. Bridget? What's that? Bridget. Brigitte. 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 Um, are you talking about the creepy bride? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all I have is creepy uh, bride. Creepy bride. All right. um, she starts singing about how uh, when the wedding bells chime, the slaughter will begin at the hand of who wears it. My nona's like, what's going on and that's when you see her like mm-hmm. smile and um she's like okay well that's not going to happen because i'm not going to kill everyone at the wedding we just won't ring the bells and then she pulls out peacemaker and points it at um the silk witch and she's like she starts singing like only a bomb makes more he can undo the thread that has spun and she's like what the fuck and it turns out it's a silkworm with the same pattern on it as the dress and Winona wants to just kill her. And she's like, well, that won't stop the curse, not without killing the person in the dress. So they're off to go find the bugs that they need. So the pattern like in the lace of the dress? I don't know the way it was phrased. I don't know if it was like what the pa- like a heart pattern is on these bugs or like oh. a pattern on the lace. I'm not sh- exactly sure. Oh, OK. So we're back at the homestead and Jeremy and Nicole walk up to the. Well, maybe paint. because it's blue. Maybe it was the heart. Yeah. Because they had painting blue? In blue. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it has to do with the heart. Yeah. See how how do you know how long it would take to paint worms blue? Not when you're dealing with supernatural forces. Oh, really get yeah. done. So we're back at the homestead, and Jeremy and Nicole walk up to the blown up cake, and Jeremy finds like the wedding topper of the cake, which is covered in frosting, and he just licks it and says, mm, "Lesbian wedding." That was so weird. <laughs> I thought to myself, I bet that frosting is really good. So Waverly's pissed because her flowers are dead and everything is getting frigged up, but she still wasn't pissed. She was like, I just spritzed these. Everything's getting frigged up. I love that she says frigged up because it's probably because she can't swear there because they use up all the fucks later. Like they're only allowed a a certain number of fucks. Why? Why? It's literally a thing in Canada, in in the show, like in the broadcasting. I don't Why? know how to, I don't know how to prove it, but I know I read it somewhere or heard it on a panel somewhere. But they moved to a different time slot, which allowed like Emily negotiated for oh, more fucks. Why do I feel like you've told me this before? I think I've told you this before. Um, but everything's new to you every day. So you're like 10 <laughs> seconds dead. Um, like Groundhog's day. But so like, it's funny. Cause like she says frig, but then later on she goes yeah, crazy. She was right. It a but lot, so right? I'm laughing this watch through going like, that would make sense that she says frig here because later on, she's going to use them all. <laughs> yeah. Like, mm, 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 uh-huh. like that. And then hot says that things have just gotten kind of irked and Jeremy is looking back at the caterer, the guy setting up as they're kind of having this conversation. Um, And he is going, he assumes that the caterer 
did all of this. Like it's his, his um, doing to do with it. Yeah. And so he goes over to the caterer and his name happens to be Damon, which um, it's obviously then a demon because his name mm-hmm. is Damon. We break for just a moment and Waverly and Hot go into the barn and looking for Winona and it is completely trashed. And they said that everything that is wedding is like annihilated. It's like just totally trashed. Oh, and my God. And Waverly's dress is gone. And for some reason, right then, they both realize at the same time that the dress is haunted. So then we're back quickly with Jeremy and he's trying to get Damon's secret out of him that he's a demon. So um, Jeremy is talking about demons and Damon is talking about gays and they're talking about it at the same time. Like, I know your secret. Jeremy's like, I know your secret. You're a demon. And it's Damon kind of like thinks the unicorn like, conversation with Nicole and Waverly all over again. We're like, yeah, they're talking about two totally different things. Yeah, totally two different things, but it's jiving. And um, so then Damon is like, what the fuck ever, dude? I'm just going to get out of your space. And Jeremy yells after him. Hey, from the second I saw you, I had a feeling in my crotch. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that to people from now on. Are you? I'm going to work it in. I'm really good at the Easter eggs. I'll just work that in. <laughs> Just random, like just random at the when you know what I'll you just be so, quirky. You have so many opportunities at the grocery store, at the comic book store. Just bring it up to all the weirdos that all of us that are just like hanging out with you. Hey, if you can't beat them, join them. I mm-hmm. run into such weird stuff. I might as well just start being weird. Mm-hmm. Then we're at the pond, and Doc's about to jump in the pond for these worms, and um, he ends up like doing these this belly flop. But before he does, he hands his jacket to Winona. And while she's holding it, I don't know. She just starts going through it. I don't know. As if you wouldn't. I would. But I don't know if it like was poking out or what. But she pulls out this note. And it says, my dear Winona, for more years than I can recount, I have called the Ghost River Triangle my home. I have loved and I have seen darkness, the depths of which I could never have imagined. I'm haunted by the memories of people I have wronged. And that's all I could read. I zoomed in a lot of times. That's all I could read. Oh, God. I'm like, how did you, did you, how do you know they said that? (laughs) There's more. There's like two more paragraphs. She goes on to read it and she starts to get visibly upset. And Doc's like going on and on about how there's no silkworms in the Ghost River Triangle. And then she's like, are you serious with this shit right now? And he's like, oh, fuck. Meaning the letter. letter. Yeah. And he's like, the fog is gone. Eamon is gone. BBD is no longer a threat. And I'm just a regular man now. And she's like, just. And then she's like, seriously, you're skipping town and you're just going to leave a note. That's kind of my (laughs) go-to. Dear John letter. Mm Mm-hmm. My question in this scene would be, were silkworms live in ponds? I don't know what they were. I think they were just, I think the plan all along was just to get the regular worms or slugs or grubs or whatever they were getting. I don't know. Oh, okay. So now we're in the barn with Hot and Waverly and um, they have like this whole murder board going. Like they were hard at work right away, putting the whole murder board together on this broken mirror, which I thought was probably a bad idea. And um, they're trying to figure out like the history of the dress and looking up all these articles and hots looking on the computer and stuff. And apparently purgatory has a buttload of weddings that ended up in bloodshed. 
Hot finds an article about a bride that axed her family at the wedding and then killed herself with the axe, which is what we saw at the beginning of the show, of the episode. Um, And then they happen to see, like, there's a picture in the article of this woman, like, all on the ground, dead, and, oh, my God. And then we see the heart on her bosom, and it's the same dress. And they're like, holy shit, so freaking for sure haunted dress and um they see that the the woman who made the dress is for sure because they're now putting like two and two together like they go back even further and find out this woman who made the dress was also also like she was stood up at the the altar i think Mm -hmm. was that how it was and so she just um killed everybody and that was the shopkeeper who we saw the silk witch Witch, right so it all comes together and of course um what comes to mind when you're talking about axe wielding uh brides sledding their throats being held up or being like stood up at the altar killing your whole wedding party um what really comes up for me is that it's sexy time and really it's really getting my blood it's really getting my vagina tingly and i can't blame them at all for then just going at it in the barn (laughs) it's what the people want (laughs) i mean why wouldn't your juice blowing Nicole says, baby, if you left me at the altar, I would fuck shit up. I might even kill Nedley. And I'm like, why? Because he ate your cat. Are you still harboring feelings about that, Nicole? Is that why you would kill Nedley? <laughs> That's right. right. And then wait, really gets all spicy. And it's like, what else would you do to keep me around? Also, she mentions that purgatory has 40 times the murder rate of a normal burrow. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that cannot be good for property values. Not at all. Not at all. What would you even put in the listing? Well, when you Google it in, it comes up on those city things like the crime maps. Uh-huh. Um, new Not a good place to raise children. Right. New construction. Nobody's been killed in it yet. Right. You might be the first. Yeah. <laughs> Give it time. Are. Yeah. <laughs> right. So spicy time. <sighs> Nothing gets your blood flowing like someone else's blood flowing. Oh. <gasps> That needs to go on a t-shirt. But it also could be talking about periods. Mm -hmm. Though people are into that. It's a different podcast. It's not our, that's like a Rogan podcast. Anyway, a doc and Winona. Doc's drying off and Winona's just fuming. She's bitching and mumbling about, oh, he's got this history of cutting and running. He did it to Wyatt and he did it to Kate. And she's like digging through his glove compartment. And she's like, oh, great. Kate's shit's still in your car. And he's like, no, that's your shit. And she's pacing around saying that she shouldn't be surprised that, you know, he would cut and run on her too, on them. And he's like, listen, if you could just like park your temper for a minute, I can explain And he's surprised that she thinks so little of him. And she's now in full on Winona tears. And yeah, that was a hard one. Yeah. And she's like, uh, you get us all to believe that you can be better, that you're better and you're just a coward. And then she pushes him Mm -hmm. and he says a coward would stay instead of admitting that it's high time to let go of the past and get to living. 
And he's like, you know what? You're one to talk in war. You're the truest hero, but you're a coward in love. And she's like, uh, you don't really know me at all. Do you? He says that he knows her as sure as he knows his own heart. And then he says that he wasn't going to leave. He wasn't just going to leave a letter, uh, letter and walk out on her that he was just trying to find the right words to say. And uh, he wants her to prove him wrong and for her to come with him. And she's like, yeah, yeah, we don't have time for this shit. Shut up and start painting some grubs. Yeah. <laughs> deflect, deflect, deflect. Yeah, she doesn't want to talk about it. Let's move on. Um, so Jeremy, then we see happily walking into the barn. He's, I think he was singing a song or something like that or whistling or something, but he was really happy. And, um, what is he walking on? Doing it in the fucking barn. And, uh, he's like, yeah, nobody wants to see this, but they say that I think Waverly is the one who says that, oh, the spirit just kind of took over. And then what did you think of immediately when she said that? Oh, did you think she was possessed? No, something else, non-ERP related. N-E-R, the TikTok. Holy spirit, activate. Holy spirit, activate. Did you see that? I do not TikTok as much as you do. Oh, God. It's like you have a life. Whatever. My algorithm is still messed up. (laughs) No, what is? It is. is I'll show you later what mine is. It's horrible. I I don't know. I'm going to have to spend a lot of time to get it back. (laughs) Yeah, you will. Why don't you? And I send don't me have all the funny time. ones because I like when people do that. And <laughs> I'm reading fanfic. I don't have time. Um, and then so Jeremy asks them about what, like, what's going on, and they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, the wedding dress is haunted." Um, but Jeremy's like, "Um, no, I'm not freaking talking about that. I'm talking about the demon character or character, demon care character caterer." caterer. Um, and Hat's like, no, no, his name is Damon. He's hot and gay. And Jeremy realizes that he's been a complete friggin' dork with him the whole time. Waverly gets up and she's like, I gotta get going. And she buttons her pants or whatever. And then Hot throws her this massive shotgun, which they just were having sexy time on. I mean, <laughs> hi, danger. <laughs> just all over humping a shotgun. And um, then Waverly tells Hat that she's uh, going to make sand out of that witch. <laughs> I love doing the live thing when you're like, I get it. I get it. I got that. <laughs> and Jeremy seems to be playing the whole thing. Like Jeremy's sitting there and he's like, you can see him playing it. The whole conversation with Damon over in his head. And he's like, you can tell he's embarrassed and everything right. about Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Nicole leaves and she's like, I got to fix my hair again. Again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she gets that shotgun, it's very reminiscent of her entrance into the show in the pilot where she yes. comes in with that shotgun. It's That's like right. She comes mm-hmm. in with a shotgun. She's going out with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. We're back at Cursey's, which I love the name of that. Cursey's. Like cursed place and it's Cursey's. I just want to know like the writer's room where it's like, what should we call it? Curses. <laughs> Winona plops this cup of grubs down in a bunny love law for PTA mug. Darn it. I didn't see that <laughs> on the counter. And the silk, witch is like, uh, how do you have them? They're not endemic to the region. And Winona says, Amazon prime, same day, bitch. Now de-dressify <laughs> me. And <laughs> the silk, witch like, peels Winona's fingers back off the mug to take a peek inside 
And she's like, those are just common uh, earthworms. Did you even try? <laughs> Winona's like, have you painted a bug before? And the witch is unimpressed and Doc starts to defend Winona. And he's like, yeah, that might be a tumbler of grubs covered in nail polish, but it is also symbolic of the great effort that Winona puts into keeping her family safe. What you have here is a cup of love. Heidi on Twitter has a mug that says a cup of love. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, The witch says, your failure has sealed your fate. And Winona says, failure is never irreversible. And I'm living proof of that. And I made a note here that, Casey, these are the mantras you should be listening to. The ones from this show, because it's filled with them, not the mantras from TikTok. Last week, you were like, I do this mantra. (laughs) I know. Well, okay. Manifestation. I can switch it up. You should switch it to these type of manifestations. I mean, I have them all written down right in front of me. I can switch them up. (laughs) Yeah. And Wayne's like, if I have to paint every maggot in the continent to keep to give Waverly her perfect wedding, then I'm going to do it. And then the witch is like super confused, and she's like, "Wait, whose wedding day is this?" And just then, the door busts open, and in comes Waverly. And she's not expecting Doc and Winona to even be on the case. And she's like, oh, hi, guys. She's startled to see them there. And she's carrying the big banner from the wedding that says, where you go, I go. And she just starts chasing after the witch. (laughs) Winona's like covering herself up. And she's like, do you think she saw the dress? (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Couldn't Mm -hmm. notice it at all. Uh, And then the next thing we see is the dress is like being, it's on fire and it's being stomped out by Doc. And Waverly's like, that was such a rush. And the witch just cannot believe that she was beaten by a regular by regular silk and a standard removal spell. Wynonna's like, okay, can I kill her now? And Waverly's like, no, we're not going to have any killing on my wedding day. And then the witch is confused again because she's like, wait, I thought you were the bride. And she's pointing to Wynonna. And she's like, no, I'm the, I'm the bride. And she's like, are you guys lesbians? And Waverly's like, no, I'm bisexual. And Winona says, no, we're sisters. And she's like, and you're getting married. And Doc's like, (laughs) no, they're not marrying each other. Like explains the whole situation and explains that, you know, she's marrying the lesbian cop. And then she says, then why was the aggressive one in your wedding dress? And Waverly's like, hmm, it's a good question. (laughs) Went and was like, because it was magic and clearly it just like, you know, made me put it on. And then the silk witch goes on to explain that the dress does not choose. The chooser chooses. And Wayne was like, shut up, witch. And she goes on to say that as long as the chooser is in love, which then gets Doc's attention. He's like, huh? Mm-hmm. And Winona tries to cover it up saying like, no, no, no. I just, I saw it hanging. And just for a minute, I wanted to pretend that I could be normal and have that kind of love. Doc's like, we have a complicated history. And then Waverly just gets like all compassionate and is like, well, this talk about complicated history. This chick's got a complicated history. Whatever happens to her? I don't know. Because she doesn't get shot. No, she just is tied up in a banner, which we then see at the wedding. I guess the spell is just broken. So it's just done. Okay. Also, where did Waverly get that book of spells that she had in her hand? Did she bring it with her? Mm-mm. she usually carries a big purse maybe it was in a big purse didn't have a big purse it's probably in her jeep <laughs> and so we're back at the homestead and no and Wendonar and waverly are in front of a mirror having a moment and they're looking at mama's dress 
And she's like, it would be perfect. Do you think mama would approve? And then Winona goes, well, she's banging her way, banging her way around Turkey. So, you know, that's not a worry. Winona kind of looks sad. And then, um, and when questioned, like what's, what's wrong, she kind of shrugs and she's like, well, I don't know. My baby sister's getting married. And then we're like, <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was only tearing up there. It okay. wasn't, it's the next scene that gets me. But okay. also when she says the postcards have gotten a bit graphic, I'm like, oh, yeah, I right. want to see the postcards art department. <laughs> see some of these postcards from mama <laughs> <laughs> at the homestead. This is where I lose my shit every time. Wow. I get a little emotional the other times, but this is when it all starts falling yeah. apart. Cole is in her wedding suit and looks amazing. There's a knock at the door. It's Nedley. We all knew this was coming. We just had a feeling, but it still doesn't make it easier to listen to because it's so, so sweet. He's like, you look great. And she admittedly and awkwardly mentions the amount of time it took to get the barn sex out of her hair, which makes them both a little uncomfortable. And then she's like, I'm sorry. I'm just a little nervous. He hands her, what's that called? Is that called a boutonniere? Yep. Boutonniere. And he's like, uh, you might need this. And then she says that she needs one more thing from him. And then this is where I lose my mind. And she says, would you walk me down the aisle? It would just really help if you would walk beside me like you've been doing for most of my life. And then the piano starts and I'm a sucker for pianos. And then he just says it would be his honor. And he tells her to pull it together because they got to go get her hitched. Oh. And then at the wedding, the banner is hanging. Jeremy's at the altar waiting for her. And Nicole's face when she sees Waverly is so sweet. Mm-hmm. And then we've got Winona walking her down. And when they get to Nicole, Winona and Waverly do the forehead touch, mm-hmm. which is their thing. Thing, which is just so much more than a hug or kiss. Mm-hmm. And Winona says, you're the best of us, baby girl. Mm-hmm. And Waverly says, I love you too, sis, because she knows that's like Winona's I love you. That was so nice. <laughs> okay, this is when I was like, yeah. Nicole tells her how beautiful she looks. And Waverly just says, hot as hell. Instead of hot as hell, she says, hot as hell. And... The vows start. And Jeremy says, two elements, maybe working in a bar or a small town police department, just minding their own business, when one day, boom, they connect. And if the right amount of magic is involved, they become something stronger than they were before. They become love. Mm. So sweet. I love how they tied it back to the beginning, how they mm-hmm. met. They hold hands and Jeremy... Um, Wraps their hands in twine in what's called a hand fasting ceremony. Nicole refers to Waverly as her angel going on about how kind and smart she is. And she says, I promise to hold your hand when the firelight grows dim and that my love never will, which is also a callback to the episode that they met in because that episode was called keep the home fires burn. Oh, damn, that's good. Good. Well done. Waverly says that she thanks goodness every day for that bulletproof vest. And I think we can all say we all do. Mm-hmm. And we thank the writers every day for the show for not killing Nicole. Mm-hmm. Oh, otherwise, this we would never have known this love. 
And Doc and Winona keep sneaking glances at each other. And then the camera pans to the chairs. Oh, God. Uh, the chairs. That was a hoo Right? Mm-hmm. Ugh. With the names of all those who couldn't be there. And then they kiss and everyone yells Opa, which is like a nod to Winona's Greece travels. The champagne flows. And then poor Rachel still just gets a glass of orange juice. Even on this special day, no champagne. She puts on a glass of juice and says that she hasn't been to a wedding before or done many things before she met them. And she calls them her heroes. But she has a song for them. And she starts singing Wildwood by Flurry. And it's the song that was playing when they kissed on Nedley's couch. And I'm going to mention this Herbal Life again because getting the opportunity to hear the way Andrea Higgins talks about the song choices and how the songs make it into the episodes just was one of the most amazing conversations I mm-hmm. probably have ever had in my life. Yeah. Um, I started listening to that podcast. Uh, and the way she goes on to talk about the song choice and its significance to the fandom was just really cool. So if you haven't mm-hmm. listened to that, go take a listen. Mm-hmm. And then we have dancing and this drinking and it's this whole cute mon- montage. And there's just so much joy. Like you can see it and they talk about it in the BTS, how it's just like so much of it was real. Because mm-hmm. it was just like such a big event for them. Winona raises a glass to toast to the couple. And she says, Nicole Rayleigh Hot. There's no way that's your middle name. <laughs> <laughs> My ginger bitch, best friend. I'm so glad you finally found someone worthy of you. Um, and this is her saying that to Nicole, not to Waverly. Mm-hmm. So for her to say that like Nicole means so much to her that she's glad that she found her sister because she knows her sister's worthy. Yep. So sweet. And uh, Nedley's drunk. He's toasting to the brides <laughs> that are on the fucked up cake. Uh, he was, no, he was trying to like give them. Yeah, he's pain. like trying to give them <laughs> And then Billy approaches with his fishing rod, like real subtle. And he says like, dude, wear a bell, would you? Because <laughs> he totally sneaks <laughs> up on him. Turns out Rachel wants Billy to go on the fishing trip with them. He says, it's fine, but there's only one kind of tent you'll be pitching on this trip. And Rachel's just so embarrassed. So embarrassed. And then we see Doc saying his goodbyes. And it looks like he's just going to leave straight from the wedding. Um, And it also looks like Nedley wasn't made aware that he was leaving. Like he walks up and is kind of like, where's he getting off to? And it looks like Jeremy explains it to him as as Doc walks away. Mm -hmm. And um, before he walks away, my Nona's standing on the porch and they just kind of exchange looks. Uh, and the whole gang is just watching on stunned and sad as he gets into Charlene. Mm-hmm. He speeds off. That was a big scene. Like we go from the high, like emotions yeah. of wedding to well, like. And then I thought to myself, why is that being. Yeah, he's like, you totally can't wait being... a fucking day. Right. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought. I'm like, why are you being such a freaking sausage? Like, why did you have to ruin the whole end now of the forever? Wedding? We'll just think, oh, that was the day Doc left. Doc, yeah, forget about the wedding. That was the day Doc left. Talk about Doc. <laughs> um, so Jeremy approaches um Damon and he wants to apologize, but Damon wants to know, like, for what? And trying to out him or accusing him of being a demon. Which one? And Jeremy just says, yes. But I wasn't going to out you. And Damon's like, uh, well, I'm out already. Um, and that go- and then goes on to say something about um, 
it being really weird here today. Like, oh, he, oh, he said like, well, I'm out already. And, you know, yeah, there was something really weird here going on today, um, but apology accepted. And it's easy for him to accept apologies because he's Bunny Loblaw's nephew and he's used to forgiving. And Jeremy's like, great to meet you. Gay, gay later. <laughs> I was like, what? So awkward. But Damon stops and he's like, um, what was that thing that you were saying about something in your crotch uh, when you saw me? And Jeremy's like, oh, that's a long story. I mean, I, I mean, it's not really long. It's like average sized. Um, and at this, when he's going on about this uh, average sized thing, Jeremy's phone keeps going off and Damon's like um, hearing it going off, but they're both ignoring it. And he, Damon then asks him if he wants to go out for drinks and that, uh, you better pick up your phone. So he finally picks up the phone and the voice on the other side says that, um, explains that back, Black Badge is, is back running the whole Ghost River Triangle and they need him to report on Monday. And Jeremy's like, that I can't do Monday. I have a date. And then the person on the other lines, well, has uh, the person on the other line and their end of the line says, well, congratulations on all accounts and we'll see you on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And this and- is when I'll mention that you told me while Emily was on <coughs> that that was Emily's voice. Right. Because you wouldn't have known. You've never I've heard never her voice before. Known. No, <laughs> never. Yeah. So Emily's cameo was just freaking perfect. And it's like, unless you've heard her speak in a panel or on a one on one, you wouldn't know. So it's never. Like everyone was Mm-mm. just like, Oh my God. It's, but she does have a distinctive voice. Like you, you oh, start for sure. to learn yeah. her voice. So did people notice it right away? Like, Oh yeah. Was Twitter was like, um, Oh my God, it's Emily. And there were some people who were like, what? I missed it. Like, cause if you're live tweeting, like you miss some yeah. things. Right. Uh-huh. So yeah, it was a huge deal. But, um, and she also calls him agent Chetri and he, or no, she calls him deputy, deputy Chief Chetri. Yeah. And he's like, no, no agent Chetri. Chetri. Mm-hmm. And that's when, turns out he's been promoted but how cool is that that like that was cool we're watching it you don't even know that's emily uh-huh and then like minutes later you're she talking to on. emily mm-hmm. i loved it so great so fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> what life is this uh then we see doc and he's uh putting the saddle in charlene he's loading up charlene to go and winona walks up and she's like okay I get it. You're a good poker player. Uh, I'm starting to think you're not bluffing. And he's like, you know, I got to go. She's like, what do I have to do? Do I have to beg? And he says, well, I think we both know that's beneath both of us. And he goes on to say that when they first met, he told her a lie that all those years at the bottom of a well, when he was alone and scared, it wasn't vengeance that kept him going. It was love. And he says, they say life is short, but it is long and it's lonely. So if you manage to find a group of souls who will tolerate you and elevate you and one who will especially love you, that's what uh, this life is all about, or uh, that's all it's all about. The fight. And what the fight is really for. And that kind of explains the fandom. I was just just going to say that. I'm like, oh my God, he totally explained. He totally like, that's the fandom. Yeah. You find this group of souls who like get you and Mm -hmm. It just uh, geek out over the same thing. Um, Winona's like, I can't leave her, meaning Waverly. 
And he says, well, you know what I speak of then. And Winona is just breaking. And (laughs) Doc is also like starting to break. And he says, you are without a doubt the best herb that I've ever had the privilege of calling friend. And she is just sobbing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he kisses her on the cheek and he goes to leave, but she grabs his arm and she says, Doc, I'm so sorry for all the ways I hurt you. And he says that he wouldn't have changed a note. He puts on his hat, gets in Charlene and leaves. And it just, the camera leaves us on Melanie's face and just the tears yeah yeah she does that man i don't know i mean also i just think they feel it so deeply like Mm -hmm. you know i think there's people who have to like fake it and then there's people who are like just feeling being there in that moment living that story Mm -hmm. and you got to think too the circumstances around this season and them being together Right. Without anyone else because they're in quarantine. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So and it's when like, they're in Calgary, they're like, they're like not with anyone else. They're away mm-hmm. from their families and stuff too. But right. it was very weird circumstances. And then also knowing that this might be like the final episode too. Just, yeah. It's, it's crazy. So then we're back at the homestead and we see Winona sitting on the porch and she's surrounded by Jeremy, Hot, Nedley, Rachel, and Billy. And Jeremy is already talking about how could Winona say no to Doc Holliday? And um, what well, was he maybe not wearing his hat? Is that like, yeah, like how no could you him? possibly turn him down? Right. Like- <laughs> and Hot mentions that, well, he's changed, but oh, I mean, he's also done very terrible things. <laughs> And then goes on. That to- part is like, it's like when, um, when you have a friend who calls you and is like, uh, you can't tell if they want to just like, they want you to totally bag on somebody to vent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you start chiming in too. And you're like, oh yeah, well they also like, yeah. And then mm-hmm. they did this and this. And then, so you start saying the shit too, but then they're like, no, but I really love them. So yeah, then you're like, it's oh, totally. Fuck. Yes. He's okay. We're doing person. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought we were doing the part where we both bag on that person. But <laughs> that's not what you need right now. Okay. No. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then goes on to say that the two of them have been very hot or toxic, um, which is when Nedley's walking up and he gets that last bit of the conversation, bit of that sentence. And he goes, oh, that's my fourth favorite Britney song. Um, and no one can believe that she is doing this. Like they're all in shock. Like all of them are like, why the, aren't you going? And she's like, um, I'm the herb heir. I cannot go. I'm the only one who can wield peacemaker. I can't leave the ghost river triangle. And then right then out comes Waverly in her beautiful dress. And she's like, the fuck you can't. And then she grabs Winona's ear and then scolds the rest of the group that they're all allowing Winona to fuck up the rest of her life for them. And then she gives the round of fuck yous, like fuck you, fuck you. And except you, sweetie, not, not you. And <laughs> like, okay. Um, so then Waverly literally drags Winona by the ear back into the barn and she starts packing for her. But what is she packing in? She's packing in a Walmart bag that comes out of a, like an urn which I thought was real weird. And she starts shoving things in the um, 
in the Walmart bag. And she's like, how do you have 72 bras and one pair of undies? And we've seen every single one of those bras. One of those bras, right. She's <laughs> four years too. <laughs> and Winona's like, hold on, I'm not going to go. I'm going to stay here to protect you. And Waverly smartly says, don't put this on me. This isn't about me. You need to stop thinking that you're the only one who can handle this place and acting like you're alone and punishing yourself. And then out of a coffee can, a Costco sized coffee can. Have they never heard of dressers? I couldn't understand. The bag is in a vase. The coffee can has pants. I didn't. I was like, "What is this?" And then she knows that's where she keeps her pants. Keeps her pants is like, in the coffee can. Oh, I know. Can. Just there in the coffee can. <laughs> that I was so that weird. So I thought for sure that it was symbolic of something. I'm like, this has to be something. I have no idea. <laughs> but if you need to find my pants, they're in the coffee can. <laughs> Waverly goes on to say that Nicole is the angel shield and the sheriff, and things are going to just go differently this time. And also Jeremy's the new deputy director of black badge. So everyone is going to be fine. And then, um, why kind of reminds Waverly that she says, Henry and I aren't always good together. And Waverly reminds her that she loves him. And why like, fuck, I do. And, uh, she makes a comment. Waverly makes a comment that that cowboy has become a cow man for you. <laughs> you know, silly. Like, so, um, that he's tried and now it's Winona's turn. Um, and Waverly says that her bigger fear, it was so sweet. The, her biggest fear used to be that Winona would never come back to get to know the real her. But now she knows that Winona is, will always come back. Not only because she's the fucking hero that they need, but because this is her home and it says so on the mailbox. So um, Winona then calls Waverly her whole heart. She's like, you're my whole heart. And Waverly reminds Winona that they have cell phones, ding dong. Like, <laughs> like there's technology. It's not like they're not going to be able to talk to one another. When Dom read that, um, that line, mm-hmm. they read it as, we have cell phones, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know. <laughs> uh, so then Winona is running out and the whole gang is like cheering her on and she's wearing the same shirt that she wore in the pilot episode damn it she is mm-hmm. it's so freaking awesome like all these things that they tie back to the beginning and Nicole's offering to give a police escort and Winona gets in the truck she goes to start it and it just takes a shit like how are you are you okay with are you okay with what that was your favorite character oh i'm like yeah the toilet will be fine i'll take care (laughs) (laughs) and i was just like this thing has seen some stuff like of all uh the times but each episode it got worse and worse the duct tape like the tape right it's like (laughs) how is it looking so beat up but it's just perfect that it's like it's this is how it's gonna go out right and then jeremy's freaking out Nicole's just all business and is barking orders. And then it turns out Jeremy is also tracking Doc's location. Apparently he's got like Life 360 installed on his phone. He says he's almost at the border. He's got this on his phone because he worries that he drives too fast, but also he didn't want to miss when he posted his first TikTok. 
from his travels. I don't blame him. Mm-hmm. I know. This doc would do some good TikToks. You know it. Nicole shows up with Winona's leather jacket. Like, you can't leave without this. Winona's like, it's 85 degrees out. And she says, fashion first, bitch. Winona's worried that she's never going to catch up, catch up to him unless she takes the back roads. And then they all kind of look to the barn smiling. And the next thing we see is Winona on her motorcycle, which we haven't seen in a long time. So that's another fun, like, it's not she just came a motorcycle. in on a motorcycle. What? It's a Harley. Oh, yeah, of course it's a Harley. It's always been a Harley. Um, and then, you know, so we see her driving for a while, which is just kind of cool to see. And then she spots Doc's car just as they're passing the purgatory sign. She takes out Peacemaker and shoots at his car. He spins out, gets out of the car. She gets off the motorcycle and they're walking toward each other. And he's like, uh, did you just shoot Charlie? And she's like, yeah, twice. Did you really <laughs> think you could leave without me? And he just kind of sighs and says no. And then she goes on to tell him that she loves him in that bottom of a deep, dark well way, which I've also said in this podcast. You did? Times. Yeah. Jen also put it on. I know. And you were like, that's creepy. Yeah. <laughs> she says that she loves his face, his butt and his drawl and his heart. And she loves the way he loves her sister. I just thought that was so sweet. Mm-hmm. She loves the way that he loves her. And um, this is like the first time that they both kind of tell each other that they love them they're both on the same page at the same time and they're both finally admitting that they love each other mm-hmm. and he's like you killed my car she's like yeah i'm not driving that piece of shit to cleveland and all i could think of was Palooza. yeah this is driving to Palooza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she tells him to read the room dingus and points to the motorcycle and then they kiss and he hops on the back of her motorcycle and just wraps his arms around her because he's not too big of a man to sit on the back of a motorcycle and she should have a t-shirt that says if you can read this the bitch fell off why (laughs) wouldn't she have this on their way to Sturgis it's fine yeah (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then as they're driving off she says it's been a long time since I traveled light and we drive off into the landscape I love it. I love the way he's holding on to her. He just like forms his body around her. Yeah, he's like all snuggled down. And it's just such a fun, like, the show is all about like, you know, strong female characters and Mm -hmm. how Doc's like, you know, yeah, he's this tough guy, but he's also got this like sweet, sensitive heart, like out of all of them. So of course Mm -hmm. he's like, whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So what if she's a woman driving a motorcycle? I'll hang on the back. Then we see them stop uh, somewhere along the way. They're at a stop. And Winona is making comments about the itinerary. And she wants to know if he thinks that they have time for a stop in Miracles, Montana. And they're not really looking at each other. He's drinking something. And he says, what's in Miracles, Montana? And she just stares at him, waiting for his mind to catch up with her. And then he looks at her. He just says, do you think she'll recognize us? And she says that she would take that bet. And then she says, I'm all in. And I just now get it that this whole time 
that all in has been in play, right? From ever since he gave her that note when she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm just now no. today as I'm writing down this, that it's a poker reference. Are you like being serious? You push your chips all in. And you say, yeah, and he's in. a poker player. This, yeah. Like, I don't know why. Like, I know that's something they've said the whole time. Like, yeah. I'm all in. And people say it all the time. Like, I'm all in. But I'm like, just now today, putting two and two together that that's something he says because he's a poker player. Okay. okay. How did I not get that? That's okay. You've gotten literally everything else. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 fine. I'll, I'll go easy on myself. And they kiss again, and this time they drive off into the sunset. And then we're in the last scene. And Waverly's sitting on the porch of the homestead, and Hot joins her, and there's like this gorgeous sunset that's happening. And Hot tells Waverly that, um, you know, she'll be back. And Waverly does know this. But then she asks Hot if she wishes it were them, you know, going on this big adventure on a honey honeymoon, a chic honeymoon. And Hot's like, nah, hard pass. I'm where I've always wanted to be, home with my wife. And then Waverly like smiles and sighs a happy smile. And she says, home. And then we see the mailbox and it says, erp first, like pans the camera's pack panning up and it says erp and then it says hot which apparently is the one that um why now knows making then it goes up further and it says sometimes holiday and then the last sign on top was the iconic everyone welcome sign who knew a mailbox could make you cry the end hopefully not yeah So she was carving right before she put the haunted dress on the last word. The last line of the show is the word home. Mm -hmm. They've used home so many times in Mm -hmm. season four. It's insane. They've referenced home a lot. How did you like it? It was fine. (laughs) Are you kidding me? It was perfect. (laughs) It was perfect. Uh, um, Because I'm an idiot. When they were sitting on the porch and they were looking out over this beautiful sunset and over like thinking about their day probably and whatever and all I could think of was I got a lot of stuff to pick up hopefully it doesn't (laughs) rain overnight it'll be a mess to pick up in the morning (laughs) I was like she didn't bring any glasses out for that champagne but that's kind of awesome they're just gonna swing it right out of that champagne bottle (laughs) which is how I love to drink champagne by the way I think it is best just right out of the bottle I've for, never known that. For really? real. Yeah. I don't think we've drank a lot. Of, we've drank Moscato a lot together, but not a ton of champagne. Probably did swig that out of the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Probably drink a lot of stuff out of the bottle. <laughs> oh, I just think like whether it's the end of just a season and we see some more somewhere else, like it's just was such a good, happy place to mm-hmm. like as Emily says, there are plenty of places to go from there, Mm -hmm. but it's just like a just in case. Um, And Emily goes on to say that like, there was a point where the producer said, can you just not have it on a cliffhanger? Just in like, just in case. Because Emily's kind of known for obvious cliffhangers, but yeah, like we don't see Alice, but we have definite 
references to them going to her. Yes. And that was one of my big things. I was like, where is Alice? I wanted her to be at the wedding, um, you know, all of that. And she didn't have a sign though, did she? Gus did. Mm, I don't think so. And she did make it in a little bit. They're going to see her. So right. <sighs> it was good. So good. I, it's so weird that it's over. I know. It's like bizarre weird. It's really hard to watch that one. Like it's so good, but it's like, I don't want to like, I don't want to watch it. Cause then like, that's the last one. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch the other ones, it's fine. Cause like, you know, you can go on and now you're going to mm-hmm. watch this one. Now you're going to watch this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, you do have the joy of going back and watching them all over again and catching things mm-hmm. that you didn't catch the other times. You know what I've realized as well about myself is that I never watch finales. Oh, really? No, I don't. Why? I could we- have a favorite show, watch, 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 and then I won't watch the finale. Why? Or I'll start watching like the first 10 minutes and then I'll turn it off. I don't know. It's maybe it's a subconscious thing. Like I don't want it to end. So if I don't watch the finale, it's not done. Mm, I see. All the time. Right. And for you, it's like you have all this other stuff to catch up on. Mm-hmm. So like like the, the episodes are done, but you're just beginning all the other stuff, mm-hmm. which is super mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could like, we could just talk about the next panel you watch, quite honestly. <laughs> mm-hmm. We have a lot of emails. Um, some of them have questions and I think I'm not going to read those ones because maybe we could just have an episode where we answer questions. Oh yeah, that's true. That'd be fun. Here's an email. I like that they have it. They've started tagging them after you watch 412. <laughs> oh, that's sweet. I first found Winona Earp around this time last year when I wasn't my best mentally. I had no idea what to expect with this show. The show saved me and pulled me out of my darkness. It showed me I am stronger than my demons and taught me how to fight for myself along with the ones I love. Then I discovered your podcast after your Cat Burrell episode. Again, I had no idea what to expect, but I dove in headfirst and have never looked back. Y'all were the first Winona Earp-based podcast, actually the first podcast that I have, I have ever listened to. And your Easter eggs are incredible. And Casey, your laugh is infectious. Yours too, Anne. Oh, I like how you sweetly just gave me up. You should yeah, say okay that. Too, you could just t- you just put that in yourself. No, I didn't. It's right there. Comma you yours too, Anne. It was just very right sweet. Now. I will show I will show you the receipts. You two are the perfect combination, like peanut butter and jelly. Or should mm-hmm. I say ketchup and mustard? <laughs> <laughs> they did. They said, or should I say ketchup and mustard? <laughs> I'm not ready for your podcast to be over. Because of y'all and the podcast, I learned new things about the show. I met and talked to new people all over the world. I became a Redmond. You accepted me as I am. Because of you too, I have found my found family. Casey, I cannot wait until you are released into the wilds of the Twitterverse. You have no idea what's in store for you, but it will be amazing. I love y'all and can't wait to erp out with you both and other Redmonds at Erpapalooza. From your fellow Redmond, Shelby. Oh, Shelby. Of course. She's so sweet. And then there's a bunch of questions. And I've just flagged them for another episode. There's like three emails from Shelby. And it was like, oh, P.S. I forgot to put this on the other email. I have this question. (laughs) P.S. I have this question. No, this other one was a question from last week that I didn't get in time. (laughs) 
And you know what? I think that's such a, it's a common theme throughout the emails and conversations that we've had with people. It's like people, especially in 2020, 2021, were in a dark place because of everything that was going on in the world. Right. Not only the pandemic, but all the other shit. And it's like, this show made a difference. Winona Earp made such a difference and gave people joy and something to look forward to and then created this community that people could be part of. It just, thank God that people found Winona Earp. I mean, Winona Earp was was here, but the, there was this new resurgence with, yeah, you know, the, the pa- pandemic. Earpers. Pandemic listeners, yeah. And, you know, that meets into our time frame when, you know, when I really started getting into it more and like when I found Twitter. So mm-hmm. like, you know, Twitter was always there and this whole time for all those other people who have been like knowing this community and having this support. There's even a group like you do like hashtag Erper support when you're having a bad day and like Aww. say your thing into the Twitterverse and a million people will like help lift you up. Oh, um but so, yeah, so it's like they've had this this whole time, but then like to find for us, the pandemic herbers to find it during that time, that time, that's what I'm can saying. See why when I was geeking out about it, it was like mid pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you could see why that would be like such a game changer for me to mm-hmm. be like, no, you're not down in the dumps anymore. There are people who like zoomed every day during the pandemic they would keep their zoom going 24 hours a day and just like whenever you popped on you popped on like just chatting with other people like at any given time there would be somebody on the other end of that zoom to like hang out and talk to you oh that gives me goosies so seriously it does here's another one hi ann and casey so I just finished watching your live watch of 412, and there's nothing better than seeing Casey's reaction to the finale. What a damn ride it has been. So thankful for you both, and I can't wait for Casey to hop on Twitter. I always tell people that I was a fan of Winona Earp, but it wasn't until Earp Twitter that I truly embraced being, a, being an Earper with open arms, how this community changed my life. Some advice to Casey. If you are ever having a down in the dumps day and you need positivity, light, and a good belly laugh, just jump on Twitter. Those are your people now, and they'll lift you up any way they can. And you're a rock star for having Casey join us on this ride. The two of you are the best of us. Keep laughing and keep erping. My heart is so full. An E4L, Alexandra. Oh, that is so sweet. I can tell you that what Alexandra said is true. I could, cause I've always, every time you would talk like, Oh, we're doing, I did this on discord and I do blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, all these things I'd be like, man, I really don't, I feel, I mean, I was on that chat. So I felt like a little bit of a connection, not a little bit of a connection. I felt a connection with a small group of folks, but I always felt like, uh, but I'm really not getting to know people. And even in the last five days, I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel even more part of this. You know, like I couldn't wait till that moment that I felt that. And now I know what that feels like. Right. You know, the sense of community and um, support and everything. Well, it's just so funny too, how like you start to, even within that, it's like you have this big umbrella of people, but then you, everyone kind of narrows it down to the people that they 
communicate with more, right? It's like you have all of them, but then like everyone finds their little, their little slots that they fit into also. Like there's a, there's an Erper group for everything, like any craft or any game or like anything you're into, there's like another segment of burping to go with that. Um, and then you start to see like those same people popping up in your stuff all the time. So it's like a lot of the people that listen to us or that chatted with us on the videos, like you'll start to see their stuff and like, you just really get a sense of who they are. Like right. How I talked about, like, you know, so-and-so likes this and, you know, so-and-so mm-hmm. likes this, you start to feel like, Oh, I, I know who that is. That's my mm-hmm. friend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so bizarre how like the internet can connect. And it's been way. doing that for a long time. It's just that this is on a whole, I think it's just a different level. It's a different experience. Yeah. It's a different, it's definitely a different experience and it's, it's a, a much kinder community. Amen. <laughs> so happy you're here. We have this email from Neeks. Hi, Anne. Hey, Casey. Hope you're both doing okay. So I'm up on the roof painting again, hoping the rain doesn't come and wash away the day's work again. (laughs) Cornish weather for you. Sunny one minute, downpour the next. I'm listening to you guys go through 409 and I'm in fits of laughter. You guys are awesome. And it's been an amazing following from it's been amazing following from the beginning. Had a rough couple of months with being diagnosed ADHD and also losing my granddad and Mm. you guys along with snop have helped me find my smile again. So thank you so much. Keep up the erping and can't wait to see you fully on the socials, Casey. Love you. Right back at you. Thank you. (laughs) Here's another. I'm just, we're just going to go through all these emails. Hey y'all. Just wanted to say a quick congratulations on making it to episode 412, Casey. It's been impressive that you've managed to stay spoiler free this whole time. I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally spoiled something for myself with just a quick Google. We've all been (laughs) there. (laughs) Yeah. You're very dedicated. It's been a real treat to listen to you both each week, not just for herb content, but your chats slash fights, adventures with your life and your family. And of course, pod bloopers at the end of an episode. And I'm wondering if you might consider bringing our pals from the Erp Fiction Addiction podcast onto the show for some tips on how to navigate the vast world of fan fiction. It might be overwhelming with the amount of stuff our dear sweet Casey now has access to (laughs) between all the panels, the behind the scenes and whatnot. I mean, where do you even start with fix? Uh, Well, the 80s, obviously, they say, but uh, like then what a fluffy plot so sweet it makes you want to cry or maybe some good old fashioned angst to rip your heart out. Holidays are coming up. So maybe in Christmas theme, the possibilities are endless. I'm getting dizzy just thinking about it. If I can offer one recommendation off the top of my head for Casey, consider checking out the one called This Old House. Anyway, thanks for the laughs. It's been a great run, you two. Congrats again. Later, Gators. And it's spelled G-A-Y-T-O. Okay. Peggy. Peggy. <laughs> what did Peggy say, though? What did what did they say? Peggy about- is referencing the Erp Fiction Addiction podcast. Oh, okay. A podcast that Jen Tidwell does with um, some other hosts, including Drisa. Oh, okay, um, okay. And they, they're on, uh, uh, they're in between seasons right now. I think they're starting season six when they oh, start wow. back up again okay. and uh, they've covered 
gazillions of fanfic uh, okay. over the seasons that they've been on. I will be doing something with fan fiction for this Urper life nice. soon-ish, okay. as soon as we do these things. Um, but yeah, uh, there's probably some way we could navigate also doing a chat with someone about some things. We're open mm. to anything. Okay. I'm Maybe I just give you some fanfic and then you read it and you we talk about it. Okay. We just I give you some of the starter sets and see what you think. Are they on Audible? <laughs> just kidding. No, you actually have to read it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is some. It's called Podfic and people read it. Oh, for real? I don't know that any of the real good ones are on there yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm not just talking about the steamy stuff. There's just some really sweet, like they take the characters and put them in like different worlds and situations, but like their characteristics are still like, if you're talking about way hot fic, their characteristics are still very Nicole and Waverly, but they're like in different worlds that they wouldn't be in, in the show. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. You're going to love it. I'm telling you. Okay. I was hesitant at first, but I feel like I can't, I I feel over really overwhelmed, like thinking about one more thing. Like I want to just, I know I can listen to a ton of podcasts. I have a ton of driving to do, you know, I listen to when I, yeah, that's part of the problem. You have to like physically be like, it ties Mm -hmm. you up. You have to Mm -hmm. be looking at it and holding it. Like it's, you can't just walk around your house and do something else while you're doing it. That is problematic. You can't multitask. That's why I always do it at night. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the suggestion, Peggy. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, here's another one. Anne and Casey. Wow. Congrats on this epic journey y'all have been on and have allowed the rest of us to witness. I found you after the cat interview and then eventually caught up by binging over the summer. And then in parentheses, y'all accompanied me on trips to Disney World, Disneyland, oh. and Northern oh. California. I feel wow. like we've really bonded over this time. <laughs> I had a great time at all those places. The funnel <laughs> cake was great when we were at Disneyland. What ride did you like the best there? Play along. I was pretending like we were there with them because we were in their ear holes. I was like, is this what the person is writing? (laughs) (laughs) You you just fucked the bit. Did you look up? (laughs) Did you see my face? I was like, (laughs) it didn't land. Sometimes it didn't. didn't Sometimes it sticks and sometimes it just. Yeah. Sorry about that one. We didn't bring the funny on that one. Congratulations. I feel bad. There's more. It was (laughs) really fun to be able to watch some of the initial reactions over video. And then, of course, to listen to how off the rails the conversations have gotten, especially during season four. And then in parentheses, looking at your NSFW trips to CBS. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Congrats again and can't wait to see what else is in store. The early returns on Casey being on Twitter are gold. Jackie. Um, P.S. I still can't believe the thing you arguably got hung up on the most was the speeding away of the pink car on the snow. Oh, when we argued about like, there's no way that car is no out of there. A hundred percent. No way. No, no matter how much cat litter was in the back of that car. <laughs> none there. Oh, okay. How many more do we have? I have a good audio that I just uh, can connect to this one. Anne and Casey, we are so proud of you for pulling off all four seasons without spoilers. In parentheses, Sam is exhibit A of how grand of an accomplishment that is. Apparently Sam had 
spoiled themselves on <gasps> oh, some things. Darn. Yeah. We love, love, love Erping with Anne, and we are so excited to finally get Casey into the mix too. All three of us look forward to whatever you two do going on, craft night and general shenanigans. Is Casey prepared for the four plus hour long hangouts? What about all the drinks said hangouts lead to? Eek, <laughs> we're stoked. Congrats on finishing the series and cheers to erping balls to the wall from here on out. We hope to meet you in person soon. Columbus podcast mashup question oh. mark. Eyeball emojis, winky face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> P.S. You'll be pleased to know that Sam is now on your 110 recap. And then in brackets, it says, insert Rach and Tay shaking their heads. <laughs> Sam is a bad listener. <laughs> bad listener. Love the late night at the Homestead Kids, Rach, Tay, and Sam. That was very nice. I started listening to their podcast. They're so, like, their voices are so, like, butter. I'm like, oh, this is, okay. I'm driving. I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I get too relaxed. <laughs> too sleepy. Uh, I have to play this for you because I was scrolling through Twitter before we got on, and Rach just posted this in response to something else, uh, talking about like how they're gonna survive Thanksgiving tomorrow. Okay. And it had me cracking up so bad, bad because my cursor was hovering over it, and it's a video clip. Uh huh. It just kept replaying it oh, like it would stop. And <laughs> it was on a loop because my cursor was on it. Uh -huh. This is what it was. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. Oh, my God. A lot of vodka. Oh. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. A lot of vodka. I was cracking up so bad because it just kept. I'm like, I was doing something else and my cursor was on it. And it just kept. It just raged over a lot. A lot of vodka. I'm like, you can I'm put a beat to that, that. ringtone. I know. Oh, should we do a mix? <laughs> we'll do a. What is that TikTok when you um mash up? No, do 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 what? Do what? Do what? Thanks, kids. Thank you. The kids at the homestead. I'm gonna have that in my head. A lot, a lot of vodka. vodka. A, lot a lot of vodka. vodka. A lot of, I'm going to make it a ringtone. So this is our voicemail from Kat. Not Burrell, not Crimmins, not Kat Moore. Hi, Ann and Casey. This is Kat from Pittsburgh, the one who sent you some voicemails before about my mom. And I have quite a few updates. Number one, I have Twitter now. It's wonderful. And I can't wait for Casey to actually be on here for real. Second, my mom, who I introduced to Winona Earp because of you guys, is almost done with the show. Anne already knows this from Twitter, though. Um, so we'd been watching over Zoom for a while, but she visited me this weekend. And we intended to finish uh, the show for her, but we only got to 410 and the suspense is killing her. But she did decide that she wants to go to Herpapalooza with me. But most of all, I was really excited in your like anniversary special to hear you guys talk so much about gaming and the Oculus because I'm a game developer or like I'm a game development student. And the only thing that I've ever made for Oculus is pretty bad. It's like a student project, but uh, I do have some recommendations. Uh, one of my professors, quite a few other people that I know from school worked on I Expect You to Die, 
and the brand new I Expect You to Die 2, which is like a VR escape room themed around being a spy. Next is Rec Room, uh, is a really fun party game set of games that you can play with friends. Uh, and I do have a friend currently working there. And lastly, a couple of Oculus classics. Beat Saber is the only exercise that I will willingly do. And it's really fun to watch people play as well. And then Moss is a really cute platformer game with a storybook world. And the main character, who's like a mouse with a sword, can't recommend that enough. All right, that's everything. I was going to put in a chicken kicker Easter egg, but I realized that by the time Casey heard this, it wouldn't be an Easter egg anymore. It would just be a reference. Bye! So, I expect you to die. Okay. I expect you to die too. I expect you to die also. Oh, also? No. (laughs) Oh, two. (laughs) The number two. I'm assuming. It just sounded like you were saying you expected me to die. And I'm like, well, I expect you to die also. (laughs) What is wrong with me? (laughs) You're slow on the uptick. I know I am. And then. A beat saber, which is that lightsaber one. I can't do that. I suck at it so bad. Really? I love oh my it. god! I played it with Alice and Cat mm-hmm. and Cat Moore, not Cat Crimmins. And I got <laughs> got kicked off the game twice in a row. Be- like I get eliminated right away, and then I'm just standing there virtually in the virtual world watching them play. You can so- you can do that with that game? Yeah, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious. They're like, are you? And you can hear them talking and they're like, are you done already? I'm like, yeah, I lasted like 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Literally. I got the, I got the um, supernatural exercise program where it's, it's like Beat Saber. And now I accidentally bought it. I was just doing a f- trial and now I bought it. So I'll keep it for the year or whatever. But it's like that where you're like, and now they have a boxing one. Mm. I'll, I'll probably throw up my back. Lately. I used to do, Recently. I used to do the Wii exercise mm-hmm. thing and I used to play Wii tennis and I played mm-hmm. it so much. I literally got tennis elbow from it. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I, my arm was so sore <laughs> playing Wii tennis too much. <laughs> Pathetic. Oh, good. Thank you, Kat, for those suggestions. Yeah. We'll hit you up for some more. I know I didn't realize that the Oculus was one too that like people play the scary games in where like yeah. you turn around and there's like something creepy next to you. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if you can play with that with other people, but I, st- I don't know. I haven't played anything with anyone else. So I'm not even at all sure how that works, but here's the thing I have. We can do tons of stuff. We can do crafts together. We can talk to other people. We can do gaming together. We can talk about fanfic together. I think we have plenty that we can podcast about i'm just torn on like but are we still called why not a winona or fangirl podcast do we just switch topics <laughs> maybe i'm just okay, talking about wait, like no. <laughs> all this gaming topic stuff is great oh. like we can do games and stuff and we can podcast about it well of course then, it's still like, called why not why wouldn't it be well, it's not Winona. Because we can still weave Winona into it. We'll watch things and hear things and talk about maybe the cast and what they're doing now. And all right. Why? Do you want to call it something else? No, I don't want to have to call it anything else. And no. everybody already follows us here. It's just like, but right. uh, 
you know, if we just start talking about general things, I'm fine with that. But then like, are we still, why not? Well, I think that we're still going to be talking about why not. We'll talk about the fanfic. We'll talk about other podcasts. We'll talk about. Gotcha. Twitter. No, Kat, thank you so much. And I have to say as well, Kat is so helpful that on my Twitter, I put N-E-R, not ERP related. I need some Oculus games to download tonight because I, what are you laughing at? (laughs) You were trying to spell nerds and you forgot the D. No, not ERP related. Nerds. Can no. anyone tell me any oh games God, or whatever it was? Because no. it was like a game question, right? Yes. Yeah. So I thought because it said N E R and then an equal sign, mm-hmm. I thought you meant the equal sign to be a D, and you were asking your fellow nerds. <laughs> no. <laughs> non herb related, and I asked like about. <laughs> I didn't even know this is a thing. <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I just <laughs> like people put like NKR, not kid related or whatever. Like, depending on the <laughs> <laughs> and uh, anyway, so I put that on there and Kat replied with like a whole bunch of options because well, I was Kat's looking specifically. I know. Well, I she they said that. Um, your local dev, D-E-V. Developer? Developer. Oh. I wonder Diva? how you develop. Devo? <laughs> I wonder what? how you develop, like, I wonder how you develop that. Do you have to write code all day? Is it a coding thing? I bet it is. Cat's mm, gonna be a rich puppy because that is where it's at. Good job, Cat. Yeah, you're a new best friend. <laughs> no, Cat is gonna be very successful. Uh, thank you so much, Cat. And, um, and now we have one from Heidi. Hi, Ian and Casey. My name is Heidi. I haven't. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a little nervous. I've never left you a voicemail before, so I'm a little nervous. Anyway, um. I wanted to leave you a voicemail toward the end of the journey because you're almost there. I can't believe how it's been a year already, but I've followed every step of the way from the first episode where <laughs> Casey was like, I don't know about all this when I erp thing, and then to the end. But it's been fun watching Casey's journey, and um, I'm sad it's ending. So uh, thanks for the ride. You guys have been great. Thank you. Thank you, Heidi. Heidi is obviously the sweetest creature on the face of the earth. Protect Heidi. Heidi <laughs> was like, I've never done this before and I don't feel comfortable doing it clearly, but I'm going to do it anyway. But I'm going to do it anyway. God, I love I Heidi. I love it. <laughs> oh, Damn it. That's all you got to do, Heidi. Just doing things that scare you sometimes. Love it. I love it. And they're there with us from the beginning to the end. I know. And how I would was we even know? Because even this there. is the first time we've heard from Heidi. And Heidi right. was like, I'm not going to let this moment pass without just saying something. I love it. Damn. I love that. Last but not least, we got a couple drinks. 
Oh, we got a drink from Billy Natasha, who said, I think we're going to need a drink for 412. Casey, I can't wait for you to be able to erp with everyone on Twitter. Thank you both so much for this awesome podcast. I did have a couple of drinks. <laughs> so did I. By the way, what? I busted into that four pack of beer that I got to take to Cat Cremens's house. If I yeah. ever get invited to Cat Cremens's house, yeah, I only remember drinking two of them. Yeah, you only drink two, and there's only one left. Okay, I think one of my teenagers no took one. No. When they went to a friend's house the other day. And I cannot prove it. It had a very fun label, but I'm pretty sure they know how to read uh, and (laughs) wouldn't have been uh, confused. No. So I think someone thinks they got away with something. And I. Well, they did because you can't prove it. I can't prove it. And I addressed it with this person who tends to not always be forthcoming with information. Uh And they said, just because you don't remember drinking it. So now they're trying to gaslight me. Oh, wow. But I was (laughs) once 13 also. So you know how this game works. I mean, there were only two of them. Why wouldn't you? That's like. When I used to steal brothers or steal brothers, <laughs> steal cigarettes from my brother, I wouldn't take it from a pack that only had three cigarettes left. Yeah. I would take it from a half full pack. He's no none the wiser. Why would the person who probably took that beer take the second to last one? And hey, dummy, out of all the beers and alcohols in this house, which we're not huge drinkers, which is why we have a ton left because like, it's just it'll there. take us forever yeah. to get through it. Uh-huh. Same. And if anyone's ever going to come over, I want to be able to offer them something. Mm-hmm. However. Expired beer, for instance. <laughs> would you like a bottle of not your dad's root beer from my wedding <laughs> seven years ago? I have some leftover. Um, that's good stuff though. Uh, anyway, I'm like... Why would you take the one where I know it was a four pack? Like there are random bottles in the refrigerator, in the garage. Just like, I would never know one of those is missing. That is weird. Yeah. Good times around here. But now (laughs) I'm like, we need to keep a better eye on that one. I hope Uh, they hated it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sure they did. None of that stuff tasted good. This doesn't taste good for a 13 year old. No. Um, anyway, so cat, uh, practical cats bought us two drinks. This is both in celebration of your amazing, wonderful 412 celebration. That oh. is one of the most wonderful nights I've had in a while. Oh. No, be able to see that picture of Anne being too high. <laughs> I have to send that picture to practical cats now. <laughs> uh, jam wins brought, uh, bought us three drinks. Thank you for the wonderful podcast. Not ready for it to be over. Uh-uh. And then Not Ashley bought us five drinks and says, cheers to Casey joining ERP Twitter. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Ashley. I don't know how to wrap this one up. I don't know journey. either. Um, I, I felt a little emotionally hung over from Friday. I'm mm-hmm. still in my pajamas today because I had the day off and I have honey mustard all over my shirt and I haven't showered. So that's where I'm at emotionally. 
And I'm just spinning. I'm spinning. You're on high. You're just mm-hmm. at cloud nine and I'm like all depressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, I have to say thank you to, to you for my special the oh, rest you have of your my gift, all your fun stuff. Yes, I got this, which um, is an ornament that you had in the box. You don't have anything labeled, but I've done some investigation. Do you know where I that saw came from? that True mm-hmm. made makes makes them? Yeah, and they're a three D printer. How does that work? It's there's like- a printer and it makes things, <laughs> and it's right here. I'm holding it. Oh. And you put your light bulb from the tree in there and the whole thing closed. Like if you shine your camera from your phone in there, the uh-huh. whole have you done that yet? Have you seen what it looks like? Just on the just on the on, on the, the video? No, on the on the Twitter. Yeah, put your flashlight thing on and then put it in there. And it's just it's amazing how it transforms. Like it kind of just looks like the Death Star now. But then oh right. I don't understand 3D printers, but I love this. It's awesome. Thank you very much, True. And then Lynn, and I'm pretty sure it's Lynn because that was yep. the other. Lynn Rachels. He's an OG Erper. These awesome bracelets, which you've heard did about. Did you tell me? You've heard about that in the. Um, this Erper Life episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I couldn't remember. I'm like, where did I know about this? Yeah, she hands them out at the conventions. Mm-hmm. Love it. I was like, why do I know this? Um, and then, hang on. This rose quartz. Yes. Freaking awesome. It's like, remember that's amazing. from, I cannot remember their name right now, but they sent us all the specimens. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This is amazing. This is like, oh God, this is amazing. I love rose quartz. And it's a huge piece too. It's huge. It's massive. My kids try to touch it. I swatted them away. Yeah. Stickers. That would have been total spoilery. I know. I've been hanging on to those for so long. This is my favorite one. The stairs. Mm -hmm. This is perfect. Mailbox stickers, all kinds of spoilery home stickers. And then your rotisserie chicken. An inflatable rotisserie chicken. I haven't blown it up. I don't know why I haven't blown it up yet. I'll blow it up to And all of the stuff for the menstrual angel. Mm-hmm. And here, oh my God. This is, so this is. Some of Jolene's hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and. Sprinkles. Oh, sprinkles. Because we got to do our cherry bread. Oh, but there's something else in there. Your picture. Uh, yeah, which I, well, yeah, that's right. I held it up earlier, but nobody saw it. My autographed picture. What, where did this come from? That's from Alice. <gasps> oh, Alice. Alice God got it Alice. at the convention. And then I didn't even see on Twitter. She's like, Alice is putting these things on the, on the, on there. They're like videos that they say they made them. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they came from. All of a sudden I saw one and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Alice did that. I'm like, Alice. She's like, what? <laughs> like, this is too much. This is crazy. Right? It's from conventions and stuff. And it says, do you think she'll remember us? I'll take that bet. Mm. I know. Mm. And I sent you that before we watched this episode. So I had some things labeled saying, <laughs> like, like old time porn packaging. It's like in a Opaque. manila envelope. So you couldn't mm-hmm. look at it. 
don't peek. Well, I saw don't peek on one of the envelopes and like, fuck it, I'm putting it all back. So I just put it all back, put the shirts on top. Yeah, and you got two shirts. Two shirts, the um the um cruise shirt and then the other shirt. The daily fair t-shirt. Yep, the daily shirt. Well, they're kind of both daily fairs. Well, one was like yeah, only daily fair and then the boat one. Yeah, it was like a package full of sunshine. I got a package on a package full of sunshine. <laughs> so thank you very much, Anne, for sending all of that fun stuff. You're welcome. It was all lots of spoilery stuff and stuff yeah, I've been was. collecting that I was like, oh, I got to get this to her so we can do the, the menstrual angel. Thank you for being with us uh, for the past year for these episodes anyway. And we're still going to talk ERP, but... Um, but yeah, that marked a milestone. Big one. Biggie Ooh. big. They, we had those milestones for a while. It was like, okay, when you got to Nedley's couch episode, when you got to Doll's dying episode, <laughs> when you mm-hmm. got to the stairs, like there were the milestones. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh, now 412. Now with everything else that's going on, I still want to start the the whole, I want to start from oh, you season one, episode one. Yeah. Already? Like, yeah, because now I know, like now I can watch for things and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, absolutely. Watch whatever you want. And then like, if you like, if something catches your eye that you want to bring up, then just bring it up and we'll talk about it. And thank you so much to everyone who's listened, who's written in, who sent us a DM, an email, a voicemail, all of the things. We appreciate you and are so very thankful for you. And all the messages today, which getting ready for like the thankful, doing this whole thankful week. Oh, it's like, it's so sweet. It's, it's Mm -hmm. so nice to be appreciated. We appreciate you. Oh, do we ever, if you want to send us a question or a comment, you can go to whynot.com and leave a voicemail by hitting the microphone in the right hand corner or by leaving an email directly on the website or by going to whynotpodcast at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter at why not P and Casey, where can they find you on Twitter? At why not P underscore Casey. Yay! <laughs> Casey can follow you. You can follow Casey. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a win-win. And uh, our PO box, if you want to send us anything physical in the mail, is why not podcast PO box 6732 Burbank, California. Nine one five zero five. All right, I gotta go. I have lots. I have lots to tweet. All right, see you next time. Bye. Bye. You can find me on Twitter at why not p Casey. Where can they find you on Twitter? Oh, for fuck's sake! Let me look up your Twitter um... for you. No, I will. <laughs> I asked you this question before. I'm like, well, what is my Twitter? Um, it is why not podcast? Why no. not underscore podcast no. underscore? All they have to do, all you have to do is say at <laughs> why not p underscore. Oh yeah, why not Casey. p underscore. Casey. I'm gonna say it again. Are you ready? <laughs>